Hello, welcome to the BT360 podcast, What's Up in Business Travel, a weekly podcast where we update you on what's up this week in the world of business travel. This podcast is great for those who need to know what's happening all in less than 15 minutes. My name is Ash. Let's get started. It is Monday, June 28th, and we have completed week 25 of 2021. This week, I'm coming to you from the Bahamas. Needless to say, it's been quite a trip. Highly, highly recommended. You can check out my review of this trip, which is my first international travel since the pandemic. Be sure to get an insider's view under perspectives and insights at businesstravel360.com. Now, let's get to the headlines. Longtime Southwest CEO and Chairman Gary Kelly will step aside in January. He will be replaced on February 1st by Bob Jordan, who is currently the airline's Executive Vice President of Corporate Services. Kelly, 66, will remain with the airline as Executive Chairman, a role that he hopes to remain in until at least 2026. Gary Kelly has served as Southwest CEO since 2004 and has been the company chairman since 2008. While CEO, he led Southwest through the acquisition of AirTran Airways and its launch of international flying and introduction of Hawaii flying and its 2017 transition to a modern reservation system on the Amadeus platform. Speaking of Southwest, this past week, Southwest had an operational meltdown. Southwest has canceled and delayed nearly 4,000 flights over a three-day period, and there's no end in sight to these issues. On Friday, June 25th, Southwest saw a cancellation of over 254 flights and delays of about 1,500 flights, which is about 42% of the schedule. On Saturday, similar numbers, and on Sunday, June 27th, similar numbers again. There's no clear picture as to why Southwest is canceling so many flights. One can only assume it has to do with crew shortages. STR has just released its May report for the U.S. hotel industry. All three key performance metrics, occupancy, average daily rate, and revenue per available room, has improved from April and reported their best monthly figures since February 2020. May occupancy was 59.3%, average daily rate was $117.69, and rev par was $69.81. Compared with May 2019, occupancy was down 13.5%, ADR declined 10.9%, and RevPAR was off 22.9%. All too often, when I'm traveling and I walk into a rental car center, I see people standing in line. I always ask myself, why are they standing and waiting in line? Do they not know about Emerald Club, National's loyalty program? With Emerald Club, there is no line to wait on, and you can pick up any car in the Emerald Isle row when you book a mid-sized car. That's right, a mid-sized car. You can get a full-size, an SUV, whatever's in the car lot. So the next time you rent a car, don't waste your time. And instead of getting a mid-sized car, get an upgrade. Sign up with Emerald Club at nationalcar.com. Now in news related to changes in travel due to the pandemic. 
Florida Governor Ron DeSantis said this week that he has declared a really strong victory in the state's lawsuit against the CDC that could lift the conditional sale order as soon as July 18th. Soon after that date, according to the ruling from the federal court in Tampa on Friday, the CDC's order will exist solely as a recommendation and not as a requirement for cruise lines. This means that the ships will be able to arrive, depart, and sail in Florida without abiding by the CDC's order. DeSantis and Florida originally filed a lawsuit in April. The American Society of Travel Advisors, ASTA, which intervened in the case, is in support of Florida and applauded the decision this week and said that the ruling puts the cruise industry on equal footing with the treatment of other businesses including airlines, hotels, and railroads. The Government of Canada today announced that starting July 5th, all Canadians and permanent residents who are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 will be able to enter the country without quarantining for 14 days. The government called the move a continuation of a responsible, precautionary approach at the border and said that it will continue to monitor all available data and scientific evidence in its decision-making process. The new rule only applies to those who have been fully vaccinated with two weeks passed since the final dose of their vaccine. Those traveling into Canada will have to provide proof of vaccination both prior to entry through Canada's Arrive Can travel app and in person at the border. All travelers must also be asymptomatic when they cross. Spain just announced that travelers from the U.S. will be able to visit Spain regardless of their vaccination status with no test and no quarantine. The new rule applies to residents in the U.S. who don't visit any other country prior to arrival in Spain other than to connect flights without leaving the airport. Now the only requirement is that travelers have to fill out a health questionnaire prior to departure. Hong Kong-based Cathay Pacific has announced that all flight crews, including pilots and flight attendants, need to be vaccinated against coronavirus by August 31, 2021, or else they will be in risk of losing their job. The airline said that it will look into accommodating those who cannot take the vaccine on a short-term basis, but in the long-term run, employees need to be vaccinated. Frontier Airlines said it will abandon its COVID recovery charge that it began assessing in May. The move came on June 23rd, one day after the charge received widespread publicity. The COVID recovery charge was $1.59 per flight segment. The taxes and fees section of the Frontier website said that the charge offsets costs incurred by Frontier to implement COVID-19-related measures such as increased cleaning and sanitation in airports and on planes, as well as installing shields at gate counters and providing personal protective equipment to employees. Twenty twenty one will be filled with news of mergers and partnerships. Delta Airlines and Kenya Airways have expanded their code share agreement to cover a total of thirty nine cities in Africa and North America. Both airlines are Sky Team Alliance members. Booking and travel management provider Amtrav and corporate expense management and payment specialist Embers have partnered on an automated receipt integration service for mutual clients. Under the new pack, receipts for flights, rail, cars, and hotels booked via Amtrav's platform can flow directly into the expense management system under the Embers banner, including Chrome River, Certify, and Abacus, where they can be added to the traveler's expense report with one click. Changes made to existing reservations, along with any additional fare amounts, change, penalties, or refunds also automatically populate into those expense management systems. Both companies have joined forces previously, with Amtrak powering the booking component of Ambers' small business-focused integration booking and expense platform, Tally Travel, which was launched in October of 2020. 
And now news related to return to travel. The TSA announced today that it will be returning a course where they instruct flight crew members with effective defensive measure techniques for responding to attackers and a commercial flight. During the training, flight crew members can learn how to identify and deter potential threats, or if needed, apply the self-defense techniques against attackers. The voluntary four-hour training is offered to flight crew members free of charge and is held at 24 locations around the U.S. The U.S. airlines, represented by their lobbying group Airlines for America, have joined the biggest airline unions in calling for the Department of Justice to prosecute passengers who cause flight disturbances. Already, the FAA has proposed record-setting passenger fines for bad behavior, and while less reported on, most of the fines don't actually get paid the way they're announced. The fine has to be pursued through the administrative law process, and that does not always happen. The airlines and the unions now want criminal sanctions up to 20 years in prison. The Flight Center Group has launched a staff retention initiative. Employees around the globe will receive shares if they remain with the company through 31st December 2022. The move is described as a proactive one-off response to COVID-19 and its ongoing impacts on the company's people and will be open to all flight center travel group staff except board members and senior executives. Most participants will receive a one-off grant of 250 share rights, which they will be able to exchange for flight center shares in February of 2023. A total of about 7,500 people are expected to receive 1.9 million shares under the program, which is valued at about $30 million at today's share price. And now for some technology news. Virgin Australia and Sabre Corporation have renewed their long-standing global distribution agreement, allowing Sabre to continue distributing Virgin Australia flights and services via its GDS platform. Virgin Australia has also confirmed re-signed agreements with Amadeus and Travelport effective July. American Express GBT has renewed its distribution agreement with British Airways and Iberia for a further multi-year period. The agreement has been expanded to develop and distributing NDC content through the global distribution systems with which the airline's parent company, IAG, has a deal. The companies say that they have a joint ambition to achieve significant bookings of NDC fares throughout 2022, and new NDC content is expected to be available in the NEO online booking tool by early 2022. A revamped distribution agreement between Delta and Sabre takes effect on July 1st and has the potential to disrupt the standard commercial payment models between airlines, GDSs, and travel management companies. Under the agreement, Delta will no longer pay the flat segment fees that are standard within airline GDS commercial models and will instead scale the amount it pays Sabre for a booking based on the value of that booking. The move is an attempt by the airline to motivate Sabre to do a better job of displaying all products Delta makes available for sale through the leisure-oriented Sabre Red 360 and the corporate-oriented Get Their Booking tool. Let's talk about some amazing deals that you should take. Are you aware of all the fast track and status match offers that the airlines are offering these days? Are you taking advantage of them? For example, Alaska Airlines has a fast track offer to elite status. United Airlines has a mileage plus status match challenge. And Delta SkyMiles has a medallion status match challenge as well. 
you can see all the details of these amazing offers on businesstravel360.com slash deals. And while you're there, be sure to check out other amazing deals that you can take advantage of. The business travel industry is filled with events, and sometimes it is hard to tell which one is better and which one you should attend. On June 28, 2021, Focusrite will be hosting Focusrite Europe 2021. From the full Young Leader Summit lineup to Essential Diversity in Leadership Program, innovative pitches to roundtable discussions and compelling sessions, attendees have much to choose from. This event will be held virtually from June 28th through June 30th. You can check out all the details on businesstravel360.com slash events. With that, thank you for joining us, and I would like to ask you to tune in again next week on Monday morning to get your weekly update. We hope that you will make this a regular part of your week and listen in while you're on the move or sitting back and sipping your coffee. You can subscribe to this podcast by searching Business Travel 360 on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or Pandora. Be sure to share this podcast with everyone you know so that they can also benefit from getting to know more about what's up in business travel. You can always find more information on businesstravel360.com. Have a great day and travel well. Thank you.